Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Online Darts, the live lounge. It's not a Monday. It is late on Saturday night, but there is a very good reason for that, ladies and gentlemen, because the Grand Slam of Darts is coming up, and it's the only time we could fit it in. I'm Phil Bars, of course, joined by Jack Goey Garwood and Jarlathy. And gentlemen, good evening. It's been some day of darting action, shall we say. <laughs> Gob, you can go first, mate, because I'm still absolutely knackered. <laughs> Get me a beer. <laughs> What a week. Not, not oh, just a day, what a week. I mean, it's not letting up, is it? Let's be honest. We're doing this now because of how hectic the next 10 days or so are as well. So, uh, yeah. Hi, everyone. Yeah, uh, very, very warm welcome, everybody. Yes, indeed. It's it's not mental mania, it's mental mania at this point here in the darts, but a very warm welcome, everybody. Uh, welcome to joining us on a date where um, there's been some controversy a little bit of controversy that's happened today um which i'm sure we will talk about um no doubt you'll ask about it in the comments section um <laughs> definitely um but yeah it, it, it's a busy old day it's a busy old week and of course don't forget that at half past nine tonight we think the grand slam of darts is going to be draw is going to be coming out i suspect the draw has already happened and certain members of the bdc are already trying to create the graphics but uh, we'll, we'll see where we go on that one. Um, we will give you live reaction to the groups as it happens. We can't wait for it. Thank you so much for joining us very late on a Saturday night. It is. Um, but what a... Well, six days, because we had the Grand Slam qualifier as well. What what a six days of, of darts we've, we've just seen from the Rico in Coventry. Um, plenty of talking points, that's for sure. Good day, good day everyone in the chat room. As well, good day, gone very Aussie because we've got. Are you Aussie. an Aussie now? Good day. We got. Oh right, never oh, we survive do. in Australia. Yeah. We, we've had this heat conversation. Yeah. Phil would never survive down under. I'd love to see him no. on Ashes tour. To be fair, 
Bit Wait, of army army going on. the zombies out. Correct. <laughs> and we've already, we've already got, sorry, we've all, we're, we're two minutes into the show. We are two minutes into the show. And the Somebody said his name. Oh, why? <laughs> because he opened up a shop, Eddie. That's what he was counting uh, down yeah. to. Lucky he, us. He's newsworthy. Do <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you know what? I was surprised. I think next. I think next. I think next week. What we should do is we should maybe have a sweepstake between us and see how long it takes for the B word to get mentioned. No, it's the B word. Stop encouraging oh, no, it. He <laughs> <laughs> uh, must not Absolutely. be named. Love that. Um, of course, we're just going to let the chat room fill up as well. We're going to put it out on social media that we are now, of course, live as well. Already done. Um, Already done. Already done. All right. So, see, we're just going to share that around. If you're there, please share the fact that we're live on social media as well. Uh, when's the Grand Slam draw? A couple of questions. Right. We believe it's going to be around half nine. We're not 100% sure, but that's what we think. Um, that's what the world of Twitter was telling us. Um, That's what Pete Geller so said. Yes, we, we will see, but we'll come on to that. Um, we're going to try and knock up a graphic on the fly whilst we go as well. Um, all, go, all go here, um, which is rather good. But, gentlemen, I suppose we better dive deep into the action and see what actually happens over the last few days. So first up, where do we where do we start? Where do we start? Well, I suppose we should start at the beginning. Could help, and that is with day one of the winter series. Spoiler alert: your man there, Bully Boy, back in the winning circle after over two years without a PDC title. You could we'll come on to everything else in a minute, but just his reaction at the end was worth its weight in gold, how much it means to that man on our screen. It's massive for him. Uh, uh, I mean, let, let's not get carried away. It isn't the big TV event that he wants, and uh, numerous people are picking up Pro Tours nowadays, but just for the self-belief that Michael Smith is still good enough to compete at a top level, and spoiler alert, the fact that he didn't just do it on the first day, the fact that he did it on the second day and went a decent way into the third day as well without losing a game. I thought he was very good at the World Cup without being exceptional. And it's just massive for his confidence. Just a chance to go, there's a couple of titles. There's a, there's a little hit and a boost on his prize money. Um, and, and just the mental lift that that will give Bully Boy, that he is still a PDC title winner. He can still compete at the highest level. Um, it is massive for him. Yeah, totally agree. I think the the thing for me about Buddy Boy is that we've seen so, Phil. You and I have been in press rooms a little bit. You know, God has obviously been there as well. And we've seen how much he's hurt losing those big titles, losing those World Championship finals, losing that match play final to Rob Cross. You know, losing in a UK Open semi final. We saw how much it's hurt him. And we know how much he wants to win that maiden TV title. Well, some people say he already has one. I mean, he doesn't say that, but he, some people say that he's got one from the Shanghai Dance Masters. But someone wants—he know, we know how much he wants to win this. And the fact that the emotion, I think that was the key for me. 
it, it, the fact is, I think it was the emotion more than anything after Dan had, uh, Dawson had spoken to him was the crucial thing for me. It was unbelievable to see just how much it means to someone being back in the winner's circle after a couple of years. The fact, by the way, that he's back in the winning circle after a couple of years, after a couple of years, and more importantly than that, he's world number four currently without winning a TV title. That just shows you the consistency of the man. Can we say that now? A hundred percent. No question there whatsoever. Um, there's not even an argument, to be fair. Is floor form okay over the last year? Maybe not where he's wanted it, but before that, is European and floor form, which is what got him there. He was always in quarterfinals, semifinals, finals. And that's where your staple is built, on the floor. And the thing is as well, right, just thinking Ian about this going ahead. because he's been there for about a decade and he's made two TV semifinals. Yeah, so that's absolutely. How you build to live in, and you think about... You think, you think about this, though, right, with Bully Boy, the fact that he's world number four now, if he goes and does a big TV event, maybe let's say if he goes and wins the Slam or goes and wins the Players' Championship Finals, go and get that monkey off his back. He's then covered half his money anyway from his world's run two years ago, which he's defending this time round, because obviously he's defending the final. So if he manages to go and win or maybe pick up a couple of semi-finals along the way to the, uh, to, to the world, that, I think, will help his confidence. Because remember... If you don't, if he doesn't go out, if he does go out, say first round or the or whatever, before the world, it means he's got to have a tremendous world to keep in that top four. And of course, keeping that top four, you're guaranteed to be in the prem. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, and the form he's in right now, we can choose the p word already as well. Well, well the p word is just a statement rather than a fact. Yeah, why not? We'll go with it. It's 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 a Saturday night show. It's a late night live lounge. We can, we can drop these yeah. bombs after the watershed. We're, we're past the watershed. Anything goes, guys. Um, no, also on day one as well, big <clears> shout <throat> out to Jermaine Mortimer. Because this rain, this run to the final on day one, sort of like come out of nowhere because he's not had his best of years. He says that himself. But a real confidence booster for Jermaine after missing out on the World Cup and everything like that. To just get to the final on day one would have been a huge shot on the arm for him. And he played some damn good stuff across the day as well. Quarter-final beating Vincent Van der Voort, 104 average. Semi-final, over 112 to beat Brendan Dolan. That's phenomenal darts. Yeah, yeah. it's massive. And it, it's not a run that any of oh, us mate. really foresaw out of Jermaine. He's been in no form whatsoever. He didn't make the Dutch World Cup team. He, which is where he was last year. He's he just had a bit of a free fall year, and that'd be massive for him as well. And he, he carried it for the rest of the week as well. All right, he didn't go on to make the same extent, but I still thought he performed pretty well and put himself in some good spots. So, again, this is the time of the year that you want to be gearing up, finding your best form. And if Jermaine can use this as a, as a springboard going into the final couple of events, now's the time that you can pick up a lot of money on the TV. Hundred percent absolutely 100 percent moving on to day number two we'll keep the graphic up there because it stayed the same michael smith joining a very elite club of winning back-to-back pro tour titles and he did it in one of the best pro tour finals i've seen against jose de souza what a final astonishingly good yeah just remarkable 
you think you go back to that one, right? You go back to that final in particular, because we'd seen both of them come through, by the way. Jose de Sousa just pinged a 110 average prior to that against Joe Cullen. And you've got Michael Smith there against Vincent van der Voort in a really good game as well. By the way, big Vincent, he's on a charge. I'm so, I'm so gutted he's not under the slam, but he is on a charge, is that boy. I love him. Probably about to say, I, I, it's a shame because I would I wanted to see him uh, bulldoze Coventry. And, and also as well, Brendan Dodo, I want to give a shout out across the five days as well for the way he played because another court final for him. But this is the thing about this final in particular. The semi-final prior to that yesterday was Michael Smith against Joe Cullen, uh, against Jose de Sousa. And in that game, Jose had a chance at 3-1 to go 3-1 up. Uh, sorry, I think it was to go 4-1 up actually at 3-1 and he missed it. Bully Boy hit the most casual 180 you will ever see and then goes and hits a 35 checkout to go and take the game back to 3-2. And I don't know whether that sort of stayed in Jose's head a little bit in that final because even though the averages weren't great in terms of 96.7 plays 100, it felt more than that. Like, it was a really, really good final. I think the game turned for me in the sixth leg when Jose had uh, scored really well had a chance to uh, left himself at tops after twelve, and then and then blew three darts in order to try to win the uh, in order to try to win the leg. And Buddy Boy held a sixty-five with twenty-one dart holder throw. That for me was crucial. Again, it was like it was at three. It was again, it, and that was at three-one for a chance to go four-one. It was just the symmetry was amazing, and that again shows to me that Buddy Boy can come through in the pressure cooker moments because we've seen everything that he's put on Twitter in terms of everybody else puts on Twitter, called people calling him Butler, people calling him this, calling him that, whatever. It's huge for him. And Jose, again, making a final, doing bits. The man is going places, but Michael Smith, he like waiting for a bus, in it, Gob? Two titles come along at once, that's <laughs> two years of waiting. From my hometown, yeah. As the phrase mm. goes, anyway. Yes, no, absolutely. I, I thought it was superb for both of those opening days. I thought it was superb throughout the week. To, to put the disappointment of the World Cup behind him, you don't want to pin it all on Rob Cross, but I just think if perhaps there was somebody a little bit more confident next to Michael Smith, we might have seen a different outcome, perhaps, or at least a, a bigger go of it in that final. Um He's he's been good. He's been very good for a few weeks now, uh, building up to this. We saw glimpses of the scoring again in the Premier League as, as far back as that. It's just the finishing that's let him down. And if he puts together the finishing like he can, because he's no, he's so nonchalant with it as well. Like he's just so casual. It it actually amazes me how often he he does miss the dart of the double because it doesn't look like he's ever under pressure for it because he's, he's just so casual with it. Um, but he, he has been superb, uh, a worthy winner on both the first two days and a worthy order of merit winner in the end as well. Yeah, 100%. Just absolute brilliance from Bully Boy across the first two days. Moving on, day number three. We're thinking, can Bully Boy make it a hat-trick? It wasn't to be... This man had something to say about it. And again, it wouldn't be a, a pro tour block of five unless the Iceman won a title, would it, guys? Because it's just what he does. I mean, 
God, before I come and jump, before you come and jump in, I just want to say that there are de- there are three certain things in life at the moment: death, taxes, going price, and spoiler alert: Peter Wright picking up a Pro Tour cycle. That is just how twenty twenty works. Okay, like this man, I, I cannot be- fathom the way that he has become this machine that he was now. Ever since that Grand Slam win in twenty eighteen, and yes, people can talk about it and whatever. Look. Ever since that Grand Slam win in 2018, he has just become something else. He has risen his game to a level that I don't think that we expected from Gezi. I remember being at the match play in 2017 when Taylor Taylor's last match play and he played against Gezi Price. And I was like, this kid looks good. But, he, he, uh, you know, I think he could, he could do some bits, but I didn't expect him to be potentially being talked about as the best player in the world. Right? That's the thing. And this man is on a charge. But how crucial now is it that he goes and retains that slam and still remains the only player to ever lift the Eric Bristow trophy in that race for the number one spot in particular? In the race for the number one spot, it's absolutely massive. I think this really can set the tone for the rest of the year, right? The the players is good and the world is so massively skewed. But if you get one over the other one heading into, especially if those two meet in the final, I'm, I'm not sure where they're going to fall in the draw and all the grouping and that. But if, I mean, we're ruling Michael Van Gerwen out here completely at the minute, but I, I just don't see him being in contention for world number one come the end of the world championships unless he pulls something out, out at Ali Pali. But if it's these two competing for the number one spot to be the new number one for the first time in God knows how long, getting one over on your opponent early doors, getting ahead in the mind games, it's massive for the way that the two players play the game as well. Yeah, and ironically, yeah. And it's it, one of the comments as well. He almost went home before this. He almost <laughs> didn't play on day three. And it was the KFC that talk, talked him out of carrying on the dual carriageway. Because you, you've got to think, like the World Cup stars especially, they just haven't been home. And it's not a surprise. We'll come on to talk to this a bit at the end that so many of them skip days across the, the five with everything that's going on. But I used to love going prices. I was saying that I'm just a rugby player nicking a bit of money out of the pros pockets. And you look at that saying that, and you're like, eh, I think you're a little bit more than that now. Well, yeah, absolutely. And the thing is, as well, yeah, just going screaming back to rugby player back nicking money out of professional data players' pockets. That's a joke. Just go back to your point, though, God. Just going back to your point, by the way, God, about the World Semi-Final, if we do get a repeat of 20, uh, 2020 in terms of Peter Rugg against Gerwin Price in that semi-final, holy Jesus, could we be in for a fight in that one in terms of, not necessarily in terms of fisticuff, but in terms of an absolute scrap. Gezi, I think I think you go back to that semi-final, you, you look at the way Gezi played, he was nervous in that semi-final. Maiden World Championship semi-final, being talked about potentially as the best player in the world. Going to play either Michael Van Gerwen or Nathan Aspel in that final, and you think, okay, you know, and as well as well, right? I think it was his time as well in that sense to win the world. But you could see how Gezi was. I think we're playing within himself in that uh, semi-final. 
now, I reckon it'd be a totally different story. I reckon we will see a completely different Gerber in price and a price now that has won another major in terms of the Grand Prix. Whether you count the slam as a major is another issue. Hashtag what's a major. But he's won another TV title in terms of the, in terms of, uh, the World Grand Prix. Yeah. <laughs> well, yes, God, but I'm, I'm with you there. Um, but then again, let's see what happens with the slam this week. Because if he can go deep into the slam and cover most of his winning money, then again, it puts that pressure on Peter Wright and Michael Van Gogh in that race for world number one. It is really tight between those two. I mean, let's let's just get this right now, that if Van Gerwen wins one of these three events, there's no doubt he will stay number one in my eyes. But I think it's going to be tight. Just a quick one, by the way, Phil, before we go into it. Um, the draw, people are asking us for the draw for the Grand Slam. It is coming. We believed it was supposed to be at half past nine, according to Keith Dallas' Twitter feed. It has obviously been delayed. I we will hopefully get that out to you as soon as possible. As soon as we know, you will know. Everybody. We are scouring social media whilst we're talking to you guys. Don't worry about that. Also, on day three, before we move on, a massive shout-out to Callum Ritz. What a day Huge. for the young man. And he catapulted himself back into the world, the players in that one day. And again, he is a loose cannon. He admits that himself. You can see what it means to him. But, oh, my days, when he gets it right, oh, my days, the boy is a special talent. He is. We saw that at the Worlds last year. We saw just how good he was. The man's absolutely brilliant. I mean, Gob, you probably know a bit more about him because, obviously, you play with him on the Dev Tour, if I'm right in saying. Correct. He's one of a bunch that have got this immense talent and... Without being disrespectful, I've, I've seen people of a similar age that just don't have the drive or, or don't have the ability to just get their head down and, and make of what they can of professional dart players. But if him and a couple of others can overcome that, they've got a real future in the game. Totally agree. Yeah. And um, the thing is as well, could, before we move on really quickly, want to sh- want to shout out Damon Hetter for another brilliant t- uh, run to a final. The lad is going places, continuing to go places, obviously won the Autumn Series Order of Merit uh, slam place. Really looking forward to seeing him on Monday as well. Yeah, I think he's got an unbelievable future. Then moving on yeah. to day number four, the world champion decides to get involved in the party as Snakebite wins and again he showed signs across the other days that he was almost there and there it is day number four the world champion rocks up and is crowned the day four champion just when you two thought you had fdi number one wrapped up for another couple of days back comes <laughs> my boy once again Brilliant. Uh, Brilliant. You've got to feel for Jose de Souza as well. Losing in another final, averaging all bar a ton. And at 7 all, I thought Jose had him. I'm not going to lie. But 11 dark leg, I think it was, to win it in the decider was just stunning from Snake Bite. And without being. But it's not disrespectful to Jose, but if you look at either of them that are going to produce that spectacular moment to get over the line in that position, he's got the experience and he's got the ability. And that's what sets him and Gerwin Price and Michael Van Gerwen apart from the rest of the field. They just have this other gear at the precise moment that they need it. 
And don't get me wrong, they, they don't always get away with it. They, they don't always suddenly produce a, a four-visit leg to win a match in a decider. But if you're going to look at somebody to do that, the top boys are more likely to do it than anybody else. There isn't a single score or, or visit or target on a dartboard that any professional dart player can hit that you or I can't. It's just how consistently they do it. And that's what sets these top three apart because they are so consistent when it comes down to it, when they're under pressure, when the big money's on the line. Yeah, agreed. And one of the other talking points about day number four for me was Adrian Lewis got to the semi-final and he ran into Jose de Souza averaging 104. But across the day, that was, I'm not going to say he's back because we've seen this before, but it was at times vintage Adrian Lewis across the day. The game against Michael Van Gerwen, we all just watched it on Dark Connect, just watching the numbers roll in from either of them. Both at one point were average 110 and their locks at two all and stuff like this. And it was just like, when they play like this, this is still one of the best games in World Darts. Easily. Easily. And you said it a minute ago. Mm-hmm. You said you felt sorry for Jose de Souza for losing in two finals. I think Adrian <laughs> Lewis has been a better player than Jose de Souza this week. And he has fallen to some absolute unbelievable performances. Christopher Tyski today, uh, yesterday, he, he's just been so good this week. And I think he's building up to be a bit like Devin Peterson um, in the respect that he's playing too well to not win something. And the only problem you've got if you're jackpot is that there's no more Pro Tours, there's no more Euro Tours until next year. So if he's going to do it, he has to do it in one of the three remaining TV events. But he is looking good. He is setting himself back up. Another good run at the Worlds. He loves the Alipay stage. Another good run there. will set him up nicely in the top 16 again. Get him into the Masters, ease your way back in. And let's be honest, when he's on it, he is glorious to watch. We, we, Us in the media and anybody that's a darts fan says exactly the same thing about Jackpot every single time. But he is one of the best players to watch in full flow. Always has been, always will be. Yeah. Yeah, totally agree. I think, I think, I think the thing is with, with, with AD is that he hasn't won a title now for what is it? Three, going on three years, if memory serves me correctly? Something around that now? Maybe he did actually. Yep. Yeah, no, please excuse me. Um, but yeah, it wasn't. That wasn't on dark yeah. database. I mentioned the D word. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh, I love it. <laughs> Do you know what? That wasn't even I mean, intentional. But I'll take him, that as. But... If I, well, yeah, that is true. But no, I tell you what it was. I was looking at Dart Dart's database, which is normally the Holy Grail, and it hasn't actually been updated. So that's an interesting one. Um, but no, in all seriousness about this, I I, I really like the way that AD's playing. Uh, the way that his he just looks so majestic with that throw. Um, it's a shame, by the way, that he's not in the slam because he deserves to be after this week. To be brutally honest. Here's one for yeah. you before we come on to day I number five. Just got there today. I thought he was going to get like there today. To seen, I really did. Would you have liked to have seen the slam qualifier bef- after the Winter Series instead of before? Yes. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> yes. Because it means that people... Because it, it means that people can play themselves into a week. And I think that would be gross. I mean, answers in the comments, by the way. Um, answers in the comments, if you if you agree with us or not. But I certainly would want that. Um I, I can't think of a reason why not to do it. 
unless of course they're like the, as it is now and the fact that they're still trying to get the uh, the draw done but um <laughs> there you go uh, let's hope that we can get the draw, the draw out before we go because off of, there tonight. because of the world cup it was it was the draw yeah, and, and timing yeah. of getting them all back and everything like that look we, we understand it's an impossible situation to to manage at the moment but i just think that if we'd have had the qualifier tomorrow or if they'd have done maybe the first day of the winter series on the qualifier and the pro and the qualifier been today, I think that we may have seen different qualifiers than what we got. Completely understand the logistics, but for me, the qualified event should be a last chance saloon. It is for every other event you go to. It's the last chance to sneak into the World Series, last chance to sneak into the World Championships. To have it before this week was a little bit disappointing. I, I would have liked to see it the other way around. 100%. Right. Moving on to day number five. And it was the turn of the rock star who rocked up in Coventry with a new shirt, a new sponsor, new darts. And oh my God, one, how nice did they look, first of all? But how well did he play across the five days as well? Uh, first we'll of all, that shirt. The photo we've anybody... got, none of it. <laughs> Yeah, all the things yeah, still just through. not in oh. that phone. <laughs> this is the old joke. Okay. <laughs> Problem is, we haven't got a picture Can of his new shirt yet. So unfortunately, we we had to no. use the old one. We'll get. <laughs> We'll get one. We'll get one this week. Actually, I'm sure with the slam. But if anybody from Winmau is listening to this, can I please have that black shirt that he's wearing because it looks so nice? Oh, the one that Barzi's got actually on. Uh, can I have my own one? That'd be great. Uh, look, in all, in all one, yes, thanks. absolutely. Two XL. Because yeah, uh, where'd you get that one? Not slim. <laughs> uh, yeah, XL for me. <laughs> um, Phil, Phil, where did you where did you, where did you get that one from? Did you uh, do you work do you work for a uh, player who plays at Winmau? Uh, you know, do a little bit. <laughs> yeah, a little bit here and there. Um, uh, I'm sure we'll come on to talk about him in a second. Uh, no, in all seriousness, look, um, Cullen played really, really well. Apart from that first game, I don't know how he got out of jail, to be brutally honest with you. Uh, he was he was miles behind. I was watching that game at the start of the day. By the way, uh, kudos to you, God, for coming on at five o'clock because my brain was fried trying to look at every every stat, trying to make sure we knew every, where everybody was going. Um, but that first game of the afternoon was the Cullen against Pike game. And I remember seeing Pike 5 and up going, oh, okay, he's going to qualify then. And I just see one, two, three, and go, oh, my God, how the hell is he bottling this? Four, and then I go, oh, wow. Um, he sort of flew under the radar, to be fair to Cullen, most of the day. Like, it was, it was you know, sort of wins that we expect. You know, he'd beaten Chris Dobie, you know, okay, yeah, beaten... Uh, beaten Neil Zonneveld, really good game between those between those pair. Uh, yeah, okay, we expect that. And again, then all of a sudden, he just seemed to be getting on with it really, really quickly. Boris Kuchmar did, did him 6-0. Daryl Gurdy, really good scrap between those two um, uh, in the quarterfinals. Easy win over Andy Bolton, 7-3. And then a very comfortable win in the end against um, against Christopher Tyski. I, Gob, you were covering the final for us. That one just seemed to just... It, it was really tight to start with. And then Cullen just found another gear that Ratajski couldn't go for. And, uh, I think Ratajski had the same gear that Cullen had for until three each. And then Cullen's scoring was ridiculous. He had two legs that were basically identical, apart from the fact that check out. He went 140, 134, 140. And then took out the 87 the first time for 11 dart break after Ratajski had gone back-to-back 59s, third and fourth visit, you can't get trouble. I just think the pressure of 
Cullen's scoring told. He was absolutely relentless. Hmm. Yeah, 100%. We go back to round one. I just looked at the stats here. Justin Pike losing 6-5 with nearly 104 average. You'd be heartbroken. He had... I think he had, if memory serves me correctly from what Nico uh, was saying on comms, he had four chances to win that match. In terms of if he had darts to win that match or was left on a, on a one-out double, four of six legs, that's just heartbreaking for the man. However, though, Pike won't be too gutted. Although he missed out on the Worlds and the players, he won't be too gutted because obviously he's qualified for the slam at the start of the week. Yeah. Like, yeah, 100%. And you look at it as well, other notable things in the cross of the day, Mr. David Chisnell rocking up in the last 32 with just 121.7 average against poor David Evans. Where, where did that come from? Where Seriously, where did that come from? Because Let's not be surprised. Right. We say this a lot about Chizzy. He fires in stupid averages and then he'll drop off and lose the next game or very comfortably soon no. afterwards. That wasn't the point. The point was is that he'd lost in the first round. At, uh, it was either, th- it was definitely three. Was it four days? I think it was four of the three, five. It might have been just three. Yeah, three or four, depending on what it was. I'm sorry, by the way, for everybody that was watching, the, the, the brain is fried, okay? How can you lose three games in the first round and then pile in a 1-2, one, 1. 1.7? I just don't, I just, I just don't understand these things. What is Chizzy doing? But did you see by the way, see what David Evans tweeted, which I thought was brilliant. Uh someone talked about it being a one, two, one point seven. I think it might have been Wayne Mardle who tweeted that. Then David Evans replied to him by saying, I had the best seat in the house, which I thought was very, very classy, to be fair. A really, really classy from David Evans. But he's a classy bloke, to be fair. He's going to be a good player next year as well on the tour. We've seen him do bits in the last month where he's got invites to these these tournaments, did well on the Euro Tour. I think he's got a big future in in the sport. Right, we're going to talk about the Winter Series in general as well. So, guys, in the comments below, or in comments below, comments on YouTube, get your performances of the whole Winter Series in. We're going to d- discuss some of the, the talking points, the order of merit, whilst we're waiting for, obviously, the, the Grand Slam draw. To, to happen. I think obviously it's running late. But there we have the order of merit. Michael Smith topping it 23 and a half grand. Absolute stunning winter series from Bully Boy. Joe Cullen second. Again, brilliant. And I just think that Joe's matured. Look, we've he's been around since New Kids on the Hockey. Now I am showing my age. And he's always had the potential, but now it's looks <laughs> as if he's gonna go and if for, for for those that haven't seen it, just go on YouTube when you when you finish listening to us. And search for new kids on the hockey. It's genius. You've got a young Michael Smith, a young Aaron Monk, a young Joe Cullen, and Jamie Kellen was in there. They, they were, this is when they're all like 14 or 15, perhaps, around that sort of area. Hilarious. But this is how long the likes of Michael Smith and Joe Cullen have been around the professional game and being talked about. Peter Wright, third, 15 grand. Jose D'Souza, uh, on fourth on count back, um, Jose, he must he be scratching himself wondering how he hasn't how he hasn't won one of these five days. Um, Gavin Price fifth after only playing three events. That's some eleven grand from. That's that's just good going. Damon Hetter absolutely superb. Eleven and a half seven. Jermaine Watamia, congratulations to Jermaine. That got him a spot in the Grand Slam. 
of darts. And across the five days, really impressed with, with Jermaine. It, it was good. Dolan, eight. Again, a good time from Brendan Dolan. Uh, Ratajski, nine. And there he is, the Dutch bulldozer. I'm going to call him now. He's not the Dutch destroyer anymore. He's the Dutch bulldozer. Vincent Van I love him. Again, I love but, him. But again, I just love Big this, Vincent. This time, the, the, the resurgence of, of Vincent van der Voort, at times, he just looks like an absolute class operator again. Like when he got back got to the final of the he UK and, and stuff like that. It's he the season good. for like, resurgences, isn't it? A.B. Lewis is back on the climb. Kim Hybrex looks very, very good today. I've been warning you it's coming. I thought he was good at the World Cup and he looked very, very good today. Unlucky to not make the slam. I thought he was close on Monday night. Um very he's one to watch out for for the rest of the year if he can start picking up the form again his, his grouping today was superb um, I think yeah, uh, yeah sorry. that part's interesting as well yeah. the dart is using interesting me, it's almost was... like a cross between Danny Noppert and Peter Wright the, 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 the dart is using now it's like a hybrid version between the two which is quite interesting yeah yeah, yeah. I think I, 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 I'm quite interested to see, right? I think, yeah, don't get me wrong. Dolan thought was excellent. Thought Van der Voort was so consistent. I think the player of them were. I want to shout out a couple of players that I didn't think I'd be shouting out. We've talked about Callum Ritz and the comments, by the way, we can see them, so keep them coming in. The comments are going mental for him, and rightly so. I thought he was outstanding over the over the week. I thought he was very, very good in the, uh, to when he got to the semi-final on Wednesday. Really good as well to make a last 16 today. I thought he I thought he played absolutely brilliantly. And I'll be honest with you, I don't think we've really seen much from Ridd since the World Championships last year. And I think we need to see more from him. And he even said himself, like, I'm back. And he feels like he's back. I'm really excited to see him at the Players' Championship finals. I think it's going to be quite good. And I say the comments for Rids, I've never seen a, a single dart player light up the comments as, as they have done on YouTube tonight, Phil. Rids has been obviously outstanding. Oh, I um, know what. But yeah. what I'm going to go it's into really... the radio. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've also said this, though. Ryan Murray as well. Ryan Murray. Ryan Murray thought he played outstanding well. I presume you're going to talk about him, Gob, so I don't want to steal your thunder. <laughs> He was just class. It was very, very solid, very, very good all weekend. Um, the times that I, I did manage to see him play, he, he wasn't spectacular. There was no 108, 109, 110 averages, but I thought he was just very, very solid, very, very consistent, beat some very, very good established tour players, and he looked solid. He looked very solid. Yeah, com- completely agree. Right. I'm going to put you two on the spot in a minute. I'm going to do it the same. Whilst I go through a couple of the comments, out of the ordinary suspects, your top five performances at the Winter Series, but you obviously can't pick Peter Wright, Gerwin Price, because they're the usual suspects, the ones that maybe people don't give enough credit to. Whilst we go through some of the comments, yeah, Adrian Lewis, outstanding. Jason Lowe, solid. Yeah, he was. Um, Performances... Um, Smith, Hetter, Dolan, uh, Watamina, Barry, Hunt, Kachuk. Again, Christoph Kachuk and Adam Hunt went under the radar a lot as well. Sure. Super. They were going to be two of the ones that I selected, to be very honest. Two of the ones that I was going to select. Yeah. Adam Hunt, by the way. I tipped, him, I tipped him for a great week on our last live lounge, by the way. I just want to say that. 
but I didn't expect this kind of a week. He goes and goes and absolutely smashes it on on the Monday night at the Grand Slam of Darts. He then goes and qualifies quite easily in the end, really, for the players and for the World Championships. And it wasn't really the fact that he qualified with ease. He had there was there were days that you just thought something was coming, something was coming, something was coming, and then today he just found it out really out of nowhere. A really good run, beating Dimitri Vandenberg as well, the match play champion six nil. That's a big thing for me. I, I couldn't, I did not expect that to happen. But full credit to Adam Hunt; he's played really, really well. Um, again, Christoph Kachuk, very, very good stuff. And I, it was almost like for the start of the week, Gob Rutaiski and Kachuk had basically swapped with the way that they were playing. We watched Christoph, Christoph Kachuk in the World Cup at one point average 43 against Damon Hesser. That was nowhere to be seen for the first three days. He was superb. Completely different player, like, like a different man, like someone had swapped his body on the airplane on the way back over. He was, he was class. And that's why we were bigging up Poland and saying they've got potential for the next couple of years. Because if Kachuk can really get his teeth into the tour and start producing what he did over this week consistently, that Polish team at the World Cup could be very, very dangerous for the years to come. 100%. I'll say another one. Team Barry. This game against Team Michael Scraffer. Oh, what a... What? What a week. It's not very often that you have to say Michael Smith had to compose himself and slow down. Yeah, I thought to be fair, Keane, right? <laughs> like, do you know what? The, the, on the yeah, on the first day, on the first day of that winter series, I think I tweeted about the fact that he, came, he had a, an amazing comeback uh, in the last sixty-four because I think he was five-three or five-four down, if memory serves me correctly. And you look back at it yeah, against Richie Edhouse, and then Conan Whitehead just beat him in the end uh, in the last day. But again, Keane made a couple of last thirty-two. He's made a last sixteen. I think I think he made a quarter-final at one stage as well, if memory serves me correctly. Look, the kid, the kid is quality, quality, and he will be around darts for a number of years. The Irish are now the hotbed of darts at the moment. Gurney, Dolan, O'Connor, Lennon, uh, and now King Barry as well. You lost me. Outstanding You lost me at Gurney. Well, whether we, whether, we cla- <laughs> whether we class him as Irish or not. Whether he class him as Irish or not is a, is a question that we don't need to get into tonight, it must be said. Um, look, uh, the, the island of Ireland, at least, is where that is. By the way, Daryl Gurney, another shocking uh, series for him. Uh, we, I'm sure we'll come on to the biggest disappointments a little bit later. But yeah, that, that Barry deserves a, a hell of a mention. What a week for him. Brilliant stuff. Yeah. So, right, I'm going to put you both on the spot now. You're five... Going to start with you, Gob. Your five that went under the radar that massively impressed you across the PDC Winter Series. Uh, Adam Hunt, I thought he's, he's been very good for the last couple of weeks. All right, we, we did give him a little bit of a tip last time, or Jar did, but I thought he was solid. Andy Bolton, we have not mentioned Andy Bolton, and we very, very rarely mention Andy Bolton, but he is a player that finds himself in these last eight, last 16s a lot more frequently and often and I think we give him credit for okay it seems to be last eight or or first round exit but when he gets it going he's superb and he's got a very very easy very simple to repeat action and he's really got something if he gets going I thought he was superb um 
I'm not sure if he counts as going in under the radar because he finished eighth in the order of merit, but I was very impressed with Brandon Dolan this week. Um, a few weeks ago, I was tipping him and Gurney to do bits at the World Cup. That completely got shut down about a week before. They were both carrying no form whatsoever. But Dolan is a player who's been there and done that for a long, long time, especially on the floor events. There's a time around 2013, 2014 when he was picking up titles for fun. Um very, very dangerous player when he gets going. I thought he had a great week. Um, who else shall we go for? Ryan Murray. We've just spoken about him, but I thought he was he was superb. Um, Kim Hybrex on the comeback is massive for me. That, that's massive for darts. He's a character. I think we need characters. He's a likable going price, in my opinion. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! Uh, so straight round. down there, Gov. <laughs> uh, Big Dirk, Big Dirk, to finish of eight grand this week. Um, uh, six grand, sorry. Uh, we haven't really mentioned him at all. Um, good run today. To back up, make it finding his way in that Grand Prix final was something that us or he did not expect in his wildest dreams. Okay, and he's proven he's got the game to back it up. It it wasn't a one-off. He had good form at the start of the year, completely dropped off out of nowhere. If if he'd done that in March, April time, we would not have been surprised whatsoever because he was carrying really, really good form. That completely disappeared. Then he went and did that at a Grand Prix, and now he's backing up with good runs on the Pro Tour again. Dirk van Dijvenboda can be a a top-class dart player. So, yeah, that's where I'm going. Jar, over to you, your five. Okay, well, just before we go, by the way, everybody, just in case you haven't read the the, the live chat, the draw for the slam will be live at twenty at 10.15 in the evening. Christ, we're going to be on here till late tonight, guys. And look, we are going to give you live reaction tonight, as it happens. The, the, the watch-along draw will with us three, guys. We, we can all talk about it together as the pots come out. I love it. My love it. Love it. Love break. it. Love it. <laughs> of course it will. Absolutely. That's just how it works with you. Uh, right. So my five under the radar for me, uh, very similar to what Gob said, really. Uh, Adam Hunt, I'm going to start off with completely. Adam Hunt played some outstanding stuff to qualify first off for the slam. Played really well. Deserved a good Deserved a good run and got a good run. He's in the world. He's in the... Um, He's in also uh, the the Players' Championship Finals. Deserves to be there. Really, really good stuff from him. Uh, I know we've talked about him before. Callum Rids. Are we allowed to go with Callum Rids after we've already talked about him? Yeah. Really? Yeah, of course you are. Well, yeah. Then absolutely, absolutely fair enough. He deserves the shout there. Uh, Callum Rids is absolutely uh, one of them. Played some super, super stuff and deserves a big shout out. Um, Jason Lowe, again. Just doing what Jason Lowe does, just constantly making last 32s, last 16s, just finding ways to make finals and, well, sorry, to make board finals and playing some really good stuff on the way to doing so. And I think he's, uh, I think he's playing really good stuff as well throughout the entire, uh, throughout the entire week. Deserves a shout out. Um, this one's tough. Uh, do you know what, actually? I'm going to go with Willie Borland. Well, he didn't quite make the World Championships uh, order of merit. I play, think Willie Borland played really good stuff as well. Really enjoyed watching him 
We got to see Keith Barra against Will Ball, which I think is going to be a matchup that we're going to be seeing for a number of years on the PDC circuit. I just wish it was going to be televised. Sometimes we're not allowed nice things. And whether I uh, do I go with this player or do I not is the big question. I know you talk about Andy Bolton and I would have said him. Do you know what, though? I think... Do you know what? I'm going to go with Darius. He wasn't colourblind in that aspect. Darius Labanaskas has played really good stuff, I think, this week. <laughs> he's man, he's come... He's what come, a reference. He's, what a reference. He's so... What a, what a song, by the way. Can we just put that out there now? He was definitely oh. not colourblind, was our Darius. Now, here is the deal with Darius Labanaskas, OK? He was a, he was a quite a fair distance off initially qualifying for the Players' Championship Finals. He'd obviously qualified for the Worlds, already basically qualified for the Worlds. But... To get into the Players' Championship Finals by the skin of his teeth. By the way, we talk about skins of teeth. How much was John Henderson uh, worried earlier on today? My goodness me. Watching that at the end of... Well, Scotland, what a week for Scotland. Obviously qualifying for the Euros and now getting Hendo in the world to the players. Hashtag, as you say, big Hendo weekendo. But no, uh, Darius Abanaskis has played some really good stuff. And again, it's not just because he's tagging us in everything, which I really appreciate him doing, but he has played some really good stuff this week. And he's got a, he's got a berth into the Players' Championship Finals. So fair play to him. Right, I'm going to do mine. But whilst I do mine, get your finger caps on because you know where we're going after the under-the-radar ones, guys. Your five disappointments of the winter series. Well, that's right, an easy one. So, <laughs> um, so my my five again. I completely agree with both of you. Adam Hunt, I thought was absolutely outstanding. Callum Rids again, just that that northeast hotbed, as we call it, was absolutely magnificent. Then I'm going to go Kachuk. Because I think the World Cup massively helped his confidence, and I, I just think he played some really good stuff. Maybe not results-wise, perhaps he not got the results he deserved, but really impressed with how Kachuk went about himself. Then, where am I going from here? Agree. I'm going to go Willie Borland as well. Just narrowly missed out on qualifying, but. An absolute star is unearthed. Everyone was wondering how Scottish Darts was going to go when Gary Anderson and Peter Wright call it a day. I think it's in safe hands looking at Willie Borland. And my last one of performances that went under the radar, I was banging on about him on Twitter the whole five days. And I again, know you're not going get... with him. Please, please don't look, tell me you're going with him. I think get, I know who he I, didn't I get know. the results he deserved. But when you look at his stats, considering he's hardly played this year and come in probably colder than anyone. I'm going the Prince of Wales, Richie Burnett. He's gone with it. At times, he was absolutely outstanding at times. Just infectious to watch. And if we could, I'd give him a wild card into everything because I'd rather have 32 Richie Burnett's than 32 Ray. We need it because they won 500 quid a week. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) But, it's some, but just some of his performances, some of his performances were brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. And considering how cold he was, I just think that he's still got the game to compete at the top level if he's playing regularly. That, that's, that's a so, big question there. If, if he's playing regularly. 100%. 100%, 100% it's, it's if 
he's, if he's playing regularly, do you think he's done no, nothing hardly this year because of the circumstances we're in, gets a late call up to go and it was just a joy to watch. Sorry, everyone, if you don't like my Richard Burnett one, but there we go. Right, moving on. I don't. Your five biggest <laughs> disappointments of the Winter Series. And Jar, this time I'm going to throw you under the bus first. Oh, did I throw me under the bus, mate? There's plenty of them. Um, look, people <laughs> would expect me to go with Glenn. Right, so here's the first thing. Before anybody tries to criticise me, and before so, so I'm chickening out on this, I'm not going to go with Michael Van Gerwen because he's only played in two events, uh, even though he didn't make a last 32. He could have been on there, but if he'd have been there across the five events and done something like that, then I may be able to go with that. I'm also not going to go with Glenn Durrant because even though he was poor across the five events, he had no practice whatsoever. He just responded from uh, from COVID. So I'm going to give him a bit of a pass. So before anybody thinks that I'm chickening out, I'm not chickening out. Right. Saying that, the five that really, really disappointed me. Let's start down the bottom. John Henderson, for a kickoff, didn't do well. Barely squeaked in by the absolute barest of margins, by as Ian Smith would call it, by the barest of all margins. Right? He he just about survived in that one. So he does. It, that was it. Was it wasn't good enough? Hendo knows it wasn't good enough, and he's got to improve. Um, Rob Cross again. What is a Rob Cross at the minute? I don't know. But he, whatever he is at the moment, he needs to he needs to find something because if he doesn't get starting soon, he's got a match play to defend next year, a European Championship to defend next year. His ranking could slip dramatically, quickly, and he might not be guaranteed a spot in the Premier League by this time next year. I think he was still just about being there this year, but he's got to be careful. Speaking of people who are guaranteed a shot in the Premier League next year. Dimitri Vandenberg, again, know you're a match play champion, buddy, but you've got to improve on the floor if you want to try and keep up. And if you don't want that match play title speed, the big moment, if that falls off your ranking, where you drop back down into those 30 and 31s, potentially. So definitely has to be up there. For me, Dimitri did not play particularly well. Um, So that's three. Next one... Ah, da, 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 da. I don't know whether it's a la- you know I know who I'm going with Chris Dobie we expected so much from Dobes and I think he'll admit it himself we expected him to do so much after the slam qualifier it didn't happen for him so we expected a good winter series he fell first round in three in three game in you know in three days to be a player in that top 16 and push yourself into that top 16 you can't do that and I think he'll know that as well, will Dobes. He will be very critical, self-critical of himself. We know how we know how much that is the case. Um, finally, I'm going to go with the bronze Adonis. Glad Duff isn't here. I'm going to go with the bronze Adonis. Steve beat him because yeah, okay, he's getting on a bit, but at the end of the day, we, he's got to have some some hell of a players' championship finals if he wants to stay as a seed at the Worlds this year. Because that type, that race for that 30 to 31 and 32 seeds are so tight. You've got Clemens coming up on the shoulder, just going through the, the World Championship race as it stands now. So 
So uh, Steve is now currently 31st seed for the Worlds, tied with Jose de Sousa on 30th. You've got Devin Peterson on 161, who's 29. You've got Ricky Evans on 160. You then got Gabe Clemens on 159. You've got Keegan Brown, 152. Luke Humphreys, Willie O'Collar, both at 149. There's a, or if he is not careful, he could be playing in round one of the World Championships. And we don't want that for the we don't want that for the uh, for the bronze Adonis. We just don't want it. So there you go. There's my five. Go over to you. I'm gonna look at it another way. I'm I'm not gonna go for the players that just didn't get going a week. I'm gonna go for the players that I expect to be at the back end of events that perhaps didn't deliver. So despite the fact we've been praising him a lot recently, the first one I'm going to pick is Devin Peterson. Um, I think he's, he's carried spectacular form over the last few months. And all right, you can't be on that, that crest of the wave permanently. But I just don't think that he delivered enough at the minute for a player who four weeks ago we were talking about as potential TV winners for the rest of the year. Um, Rob Cross is the same. What on earth is going on with him at the minute? I don't know. Um, and another player that finished on similar prize money, Simon Whitlock, finished on £2,000. Um, he's been superb the last few weeks. His, his performances at the World Cup were, were quality. Um, he got through the qualifier on Monday night. Um, just didn't back it up this week. Um, and then who else am I going to pick on today? <laughs> Um, you can't pick the B word for once. <laughs> oh, I can't. And he was crap. <laughs> Should have been there. Should have been there. Should have been better. Oh, um, brilliant. Disappointed to have not seen James Wade at the back end of one of these events. Um, I thought he's been playing very consistently lately. Um, looks well, good. The, the change to the... The change to the code dart seems to have suited him and just didn't quite back it up here. Um, whether or not that changes next week is completely different. Um, I'm going to be a bit harsh here, but I'm going to pick Lisa Ashton. Mm. And I know it's a tough field. Right. It's, it's professional darts. It's going to be. But for a player that's got the opportunities that she has for the next few months, including the slam, needs to be a little bit more convincing. Even the likes of the Robert Thornton game probably needed to get over the line in that one. I'm not filled with confidence at a chance to, don't mean it nastily, but keep things respectable at the slam. We don't know how El Makura is going to play, and, and Lisa hasn't had a good week. Well, before we jump in there, quickly, uh, before we go to the, to the draw, just to say, big news coming from the BDO World Champion herself. She has landed in the UK without incident, according to her Twitter feed. So she is around. She is now in the hotel in Coventry. Happy days. Mikura Suzuki will be playing in the Grand Slam. I had to go via Amsterdam. I'm going to quickly fit mine in, if we can, before the draw. If we have to cut me off, we will do, because I'm not important in all this. It's you guys and the draw. That is the one that matters. So I've got a load written down here and most of them have been covered. I, I agree. I think Rob Cross, massive disappointment. And look, I think he needs to step back. There, there's technical issues that he needs to address. 
I've never seen so many darts closer to the 25 segment at times than the, the, the treble when he pulls them. So, for, for me, disappointed in Rob. Nathan Aspinall. Draws out. Pre-recorded. Well. Yes, it's, it is. It? It's pre-recorded, this draw. Yes, it's pre-recorded, this draw. Ago, so, obviously... Yes. Where, where so, are we on where do, do we want to do it? Facebook or on Boyle, on Boyle on, Sports? On yeah, on, on Boyle Sports Twitter. I'm yeah. So, do we want to do this ad live? Do we want to do this yeah, ad live potentially, or do we just, or do we yeah. just? Okay. So here right, we go. So I'm just, I'm just fast right, forwarding so we'll, 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 at the moment. Tell you what, we've never had to do this before, have we? Yeah. So I've just got to the point where Nick, uh, Paul Nicholson is bringing, is making the balls into the bag. So I'm going from uh, one minute and 21 seconds at the moment. So I'm just fast forwarding it a little bit. So uh, here we go. A, so number one is the number one seed, oh, Michael Van Gerwen. Michael Van Gerwen and John also in, in Group A. Joe Cullen, yes, that's what we like to see. Two modus players there coming in there at this moment in time in Group A. Gary Anderson is put into Group B. And so here we go. Who is joining him in Group B? It's Simon Whitlock. Oh, that is a big draw, that. That is a With good draw. Names, Michael it? Smith is in Group With C. Two names, Mike... Michael Smith and Christopher Tyski in the next oh. draw. That's a good one. Looking forward to that. Group D, Rob Cross will be joined in Group D by Dave Chisnell. That's a that's a wide open group. I think that one. To be fair, I think that's a wide open group. Peter Wright is in Peter Wright is going to be with Ian White. Whoa. Oh, oh, that's a tough draw. James Wade is in there with who's he got in group? Who's he got? Glenn Doran. Oh wow, that is a stable huge mate. draw. Gerwin Price is in group G, obviously as the number three seed, and he will take on in that group. Did Johnny Clayton? It's another all Wales clash between the two World World Cup winners. And in this group hate, we've got Nathan Aspinall. Nathan Aspinall will be alongside Dimitri Vandenberg in Group H. So just a quick recap on that one at this moment in time. MBG and Joe Cullen, Gary Anderson and Simon Whitlock in the same group. What else have we got there as well, PB? While we're waiting, I think because Group C, I think actually, do you know what? I'm going to shut myself up a little bit because I think group the the next people are going to be drawn so michael van gerwin yep. joe cullen and clemens here we got gabriel clemens oh my god what a group that is oh my days oh my god what group that is gary anderson and Simon whitlock will be joined by ryan Searle. that's an interesting group for me group a group of quite like so far Myth. group a is the group of death. Oh my goodness gracious me. This 
this brought Cross, Chisnell, and who have we got in that group with them? Humphreys. Luke oh, Humphreys. That, that is a big opportunity for Luke there, I think. I really think that's a big opportunity. Peter Wright, Peter Ian, Wright White, Ian White. Who else is in? Oh, Devin Peterson. <laughs> Some of these groups are brutal. And this isn't, we don't know, by the way, I should say, we don't know any of this before. This is, this is live reaction. Oh, McElkin, Jermaine Watamina. The McElkin group, everybody. Sportsman. If Justin Pipe gets drawn into that, Sports. by the way. He's in. Oh, my God. He is, he not? Ryan Joyce yeah, joins. Ryan Pipe and Ryan right Joyce. Man. And then so we into group H we go. Nathan Aspel and Dimitri Vandenberg. Who's joining them? Ricky Evans. <laughs> that's not a, that's not a bad draw, that. That's a good draw. That's a good draw. Ryan Searle? No, Ryan Searle's already out. That was it. Right, yes, yeah, oh so Group B with Ando. I'm the players that can still get pulled from this, by the way, Dirk van Dijvenbode, Damon Hetter, Adam Hunt, Justin Pipe, Wayne Warren, Wayne Warren. Lisa Ashton, yeah. Adam Corliss, or Makoro Suzuki. Adam, speaking of Adam Hunt, Adam Hunt is being, has been drawn in the same group as Van Gerwen, Cullen and Clemens. Good luck, mate. Oh, my God. That's not the group he wanted, that's for sure. Anderson, no, Anderson, Ryan Searle, Whitlock, and Whitlock, and Adam Gavlas. Adam Gavlas. Oh my god, this next group could have is this the mad group? This could be Hatter or Dive and uh, It could be. Let's it would have a Smith, and D'Souza. Smith, and D'Souza. Please. What a mad group this is. Number three. Lisa Ashton. <laughs> Lisa Ashton. Tell you what, that is a that's a brutal draw for Lisa. Holy that's <laughs> Oh my days! That is mental. Cross, Chisholm, Humphreys, and Justin Pike. Oh, we haven't got the old McElkin group. Sportsman. We haven't got the old Sports Management Company group, which is a shame. De Peter Wright, Ian White, Devin They're Peterson, still... and who's going to come? Next one. Dirk. Out. It's Dirk van Dijvenboda. Oh my oh, days! That is, a, that is a group of death. That is a group of death. What a draw that is. Wright, White, Peterson and Dirk van Dijvenboda. Wade, Dorant, Watamina. Damon Hatter. It's Hatter or Suzuki. And it's Hatter. Yeah, it is oh, Damon Hatter. So it's basically oh. an all McElkin group. It's all basically a what sports a group management that company group. By the way, that's, that's a group for the purists. What a game that is for the finishers of the game. Really excited oh, for that. Gary Price, Johnny Clayton. Ryan Joyce, will McKeer Ruby draw in this group? Yes, she yes, will. So Price, group. Clayton, Joyce, and Makuru. So Wayne Warren. Number Wayne Warren is going to be in a group with Nathan Aspinall. Nathan Aspinall, Dimitri Vandenberg, and Ricky Evans. <laughs> Interesting. So that then, ladies and gentlemen, concludes <laughs> the draw for the Grand Slam of Starts. What a draw. The group stages are brutal. Phil Bars, you have been taking notes. You've been building a social graphic at the same time. Just a quick reminder well, not of quite a those social groups. Not, 
I haven't been doing the, the graphic at the same time because I was just writing them down. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, well, this is Lou's well, well, done, done, done it for me. So give me thirty seconds and we'll have it on screen. Or give me actually give me a minute. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's do that then. But I mean, oh, goodness wow. gracious me! First time you've ever done a live react to the draw. That was the first time we'd seen that draw. Unbelievable comes to mind. It was one of those where we can't believe some of the some of the groups. I mean, a few of them, I think, will be gutted about some of the some of the uh, some of that. It must be said. Um, but what a draw! I hope you enjoyed it. I hope we didn't uh, scare you off doing that. Um, and we really do appreciate you sticking with us. We are going to give our live reactions now to the draw. We're going to give our previews um, ahead of uh, the Grand Slam of Darts. Don't forget as well, if you can't be with us now, because appreciate it's tab, 25 past 10 in the evening in the UK, um, we will be available as a podcast tomorrow. You can listen to it on your favourite podcast provider. And also as well, uh, you can watch it all on YouTube again, uh, like we did it with live reactions to the draw. Uh, PB, in I'm trying to still well, hear as much as I possibly your... can. In the comments, just your reaction to the draw and what's the worst group, everyone? Get those comments in right now. Please, group of, death. Your... group of death. Group of death in the comments now, whilst I tee this up for us all. Yeah. Um, I've got some bold predictions now coming out of this group. I'm really excited to give you these bold predictions. Phil Bars, you can run us through the you can run us through the groups. Here we go. Um, just like magic, and it appears. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. <laughs> oh, where where do we start, ladies and gents? Where do we start? Um, this is brutal. <laughs> Absolutely oh brutal. Oh my goodness. Um, <laughs> I think let's just start. I think let's start at the very beginning. Um let's just go through the groups just to remind us all, I think is probably the right way of going about it, PB. Yeah, so Group A, Michael Van Gerwen, Joe Cullen, Gabriel Clements, Adam Hunt. Group B, Sheesh. Gary Anderson, how fit How fit is he? Simon Whitlock, Ryan Searle and Adam Gowlas. Group C, oh my days. Michael Smith, Christoph Rataski, Jose de Salza, Lisa Ashton. Group D, Rob Cross, Dave Chisnell, Luke Humphreys, Justin Pipe. Group E, Peter Wright, Ian White, Devin Peterson, Dirk Van Dyvenboda. Group F, shut your eyes, ladies and gentlemen. James Wade, Glenn Durrant, Jermaine Watamina, Damon Hetter. Group G, Garwin Price, Johnny Clayson, Ryan Joyce, Makuru Suzuki. And Group H, Nathan Aspinall, Dimitri Vandenberg, Ricky Evans and Wayne Warren. Oh, my goodness, ladies and gents. Oh, my goodness. Best slam draw ever. Fact. Fact. What a draw that is. <laughs> oh, I love this sport. I really do. Right, bearing in mind, ladies and gents, we're <laughs> reacting to this as you are. So we're going to go through and we're going to pick the two who comes out of all these groups, guys. It's what we do here at Online Darts. We don't cut corners. We're going for it. Didn't tell me that was coming. <laughs> well, you know. Really? <laughs> right. Well, do, you know, do you want me to go first then, God? Well, uh, while, you, while you try and pick a few of these. I, I think we should do 
group by group and all give our picks. Don't draw late. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we'll all do right. group by group. Okay. So do you want me to go first then, gents? Because I don't mind. I, I, I've got a bold prediction coming straight in in Group A. <laughs> Is it that the world number one gets knocked out? Yep. Joe Cullen and Gabriel Clemens both come through that group. But Phil's not convinced by Clemens on TV, so that's not happening. <laughs> right, so... I'll write so these down. I'll write my picks down is... now. But so, yeah, so I'm going to go with... Wait, who top... No, I don't want the two. I want who tops the group. None of this shortcut malarkey. Uh, who tops the group and who can run us up? <laughs> uh, Clemens will be running her up. Cullen will top the group. God, over to you in Group A. Uh, Colin tops the group with MVG second. I am going. MVG tops the group. Joe What's Cullen that? comes runner-up. Group B. Well, until and, until the German giant convinces me on TV, you made the Grand Slam semi. You made the last sixteen last year. It's not this year. Okay, all right. <laughs> See, like, e e even then, the <laughs> FBI agrees with me. But the the, the the facts speak for themselves. Um, right. Are you ready for Group B? Yeah, let's go with it. Go on. I don't mind. Go on, then. I'm going to go with Whitlock to top the group. And it all depends on how fit Gary Anderson is, whether he goes and becomes runner-up. Having known the extent of his knee injury, I'm going to go with Searle to go be runner-up. Gary misses out. Purely because of his knee. If it wasn't the knee, I'd be backing him to be runner up to Whitlock, but I think Sir will just do it. Just. Gob? Uh, I've got Sir to win the group. I think this is the sort of event yeah, where he just final. goes mad. He's uh, just going to be steady. He's capable of producing yeah. something ridiculous. Good run at the world before. Um, and I also think Gary's too injured, so I think Simon finishes second. I agree with one of you, and it is you, Jar. I think Whitlock wins the group the form he's been in. And again, because of Gary's injury, I just don't see how he can play back-to-back -back days without it flaring up. Unless look, he might have got, he might have got, he might have gone had a cortisone injection, something like that. Which, if he can't feel the knee, it might be all right. But right now, I'm based on the fact that we don't know. I'm going Ryan Sell as runner-up. Group C. Good luck with this one, gents. And are we going to agree? <laughs> I don't think this so. Somehow. <laughs> this is uh, this is probably the how. This is the group of death for me. Uh, this is my, my. This is the one group that I do not want to be in. Uh, and I am going to go with 
Yo, Jose de Sousa, the special one to top the group. And I'm going to go with Bully Boy to be runner-up. I can't believe I'm not allowed. I can't believe Christopher Tyski. But the thing is, I'm with you, Phil, in terms of Clements on TV. But Tyski's never convinced me on TV. Yes, he made a match play quarterfinal. Yeah, okay, brilliant. But he's never convinced me properly on TV. I'm going to go with Jose and Michael to join it. Uh, Smith, uh, Smith runner-up, Jose de Sousa to win it. Got. I have exactly the same as Charles. That means it's not going to happen. Jose tops it with Smith second. Jose tops it and Smith second. Interesting. I think we should have a point right. system by this with this by the week for the week. By the way, guys, and have a little contest between us. Yeah, all right. Sounds like a plan. Yeah, all right. Right. I'm going to we'll, go. We'll, 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 we'll sort that off a lot. Player that you get in the right position. Or we'll, well, we'll, we'll sort work that out, out our workout scoring system. But, yeah. Yeah, and we'll, we'll sort, sort that out off there. We've got a lot to get through now. <laughs> I'm going Michael Smith to top the group. <laughs> I'm going Christoph Ratajski <laughs> to come runner-up. Ooh. I don't Brave. know why. You know, when you, get, you know when you get this nagging feeling in the back of your head? Mm. I, d- yeah. I don't know why, but I'm just going Ratajski to sneak it on leg difference from Jose de Souza. <laughs> it's going to be tight. I- I'm looking forward to that group, man. That group's amazing. No, that, 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 that group, and Lisa as well. All three of them. I-, I think the form that Lisa's Lisa shown over the winter well. series... You can, but I think the form that she's shown doesn't give you confidence against yeah. those three, what we've seen over the last five days. Look, Felisa's a Fair fabulous enough. player. And if, she tur- if she turns it on, she could do damage. But what we've seen, you'd have to say that she is the outsider massively of the four. Yeah, fair enough. I'll give you that. 100%. Fine. Group D. This, for me, is probably the easiest group of the lot. Maybe D and H. Can I say that? Yeah, I, I, say I, that I, kind of know anyway. I, I kind of know where I'm going with this. But yeah, I do as well. Do you want to lead us off? Uh, do you know? Yeah, well, I, I do it all the time So at this point, so let's just keep keep it. Why why change about a good thing? Uh, Chisnell to win the group, Humphreys to come runner-up. Again, I have exactly the same. Well, we're all screwed because we've all got the same. Theory, <laughs> what so, we do uh, know is that what we do know is that Cross and Pipe. Cross so if, 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 anyone's, yeah. if anyone that's watching this, back Rob Cross and Justin Pipe to come through. <laughs> Group E. <laughs> Group E. If, if, if we've all gone the same, it's never a good thing. Never a good thing at all. No. Group never. E. Never Group a good thing. E. This is so. Oh, my this days. is very tough. This is horrendous. Uh, okay, I've gone right to win it just because Peter Wright at the moment he's playing some superb stuff. <sighs> oh, there's two. I'm not too sure which one. Dirt Van Dyven Bode, runner up. Why not? The Aubergine Machine. 
The Orber Genius. The Orber Genius. Uh, I have Snakey in top. I just think he's solid. I think the other three could all take legs off each other, and it's whoever gets the most legs off Snakey. Um, right, if they beat each other go, in a triangle. Big shout out to Justin Pipe who was watching us live. I'm on form, lads. Justin, good, good evening, evening, Mr. Mate. Pipe. Good to see you. Well played. Hope you are well, buddy. Hope you are well. Well played. Well played on getting to the Grand Slam. Really good stuff on Monday, pal. Yes, 100%. I did back you each way on the Tuesday, though, and that didn't really go very well, so thanks. (laughs) (laughs) When the fun stops, stop. (laughs) Uh, Look, can I just say... And this isn't, and this isn't, by the way, this isn't me having it, saying anything now about Justin because he's now watching us. Anybody can win that. But I just think, thing is, the thing is, I'm not, I just don't know. That is a group that I, that is a wide open group. Definitely a wide open group. That one. I, 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 that's a group that I'd like to be in. I'd like to be in that group. God, back to you. Who comes out of group E? Uh, I've got Snakey to win it. Um, and I've gone Devon second. I just think when he gets the bit between his teeth, he's, he's incredibly difficult to beat. But he and Watch run at the European Championship, Dirt Van Dyven, Boda at the Grand Prix. This is wide open. Right. <laughs> I'm going wide open. Obviously, it's always winner goes into one half of the draw, runner up goes into the, the other half, and all. this is the group that puts the spanner in the works. I'm going Devin Peterson to top the group. Hey? And Peter Wright goes and Peter Wright goes through as runner up and puts the spanner in the works because he's not the winner like everyone thinks he's going to be. Are you mental? Have you have you been drinking? Over that short over Terry Pepsi Max, does that count? Well, no, but over that short format, Devin is capable of blowing anyone away with his scoring. And I've got a funny feeling that's what he's going to do. Uh, Justin, I have new tactics for the slam. Score. Do you want to tell us what they are? Yeah, please. Can we? Can we <laughs> um, I'm going Devon to win it. And I'm going Peter Wright as runner-up. You're mad, but I love you. So there we go. <laughs> right, moving on. Good luck with this. Absolute good luck with this. Do you know what? Group you say F. that. I don't think this is. I don't think this is as difficult as you're making it out to be. Really, don't think it is. I'll be honest. Damon Het is going to win this group, and and Glenn Durant's going to be the runner-up. I don't see. Thing is with Jermaine. Yeah, he made a final, but I, but the thing is with Jermaine, right? He blows so hot and cold. We haven't. He always loses heartbreakers on TV, and until that changes, I don't know. So Hetter will win the group because I think he's played the best start to the four. Glenn Durham will come through because he will find a way to do it because that is what Glenn does. It will be close between him and Wadey. So close between him and Wadey. But I think Jermaine, the problem is with Jermaine, I haven't seen him win a big one on TV for a while, and he's got to do that in order to for me to change my mind. So Hetter to win the group, Durham goes with runners-up. Go. Char, have you read all my notes? No. 
I'm reacting the same as you have. You know that. I have had to win the group, but I've got... I don't want to say my boy, but I've got Wade in second. I, I think Dozer's run this week wasn't great. And if he's still on the combat, there's not really a lot of time to put it right. Um, he seemed quite down on himself on social media earlier. And him and Stuart Bingham, by the way, is a sporting bromance that I can definitely get behind because he dropped him a little message underneath. But um, <laughs> I'm, I'm yeah. all here for that. Ballroom Bingham and Glenn Durrant. Um, but I've got Wade in second. Right. I'm going Dozers to win the group. And I'm going Hetter as runner-up. Mm-hmm. I think that Dozer will take out a one-two-one. Some it'll do what Glendarrant does. It'll take out at four all in those group games. It'll take out an absolute whopper from from somewhere. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, so, that's fair. I, I yeah, agree with that. I'm 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 going with that one. Group G. I don't want to be rude, but this is probably the easiest of the picks that I've made. Gerwin Price to win the group, Johnny Clayton to be runner-up. And if anybody of you disagrees with me, I'll listen to it, but I will tell you wrong. And I'll be stood behind Jar doing exactly the same. Although, Ryan Joyce was very, very good this week, and he's a very awkward player to play against. His finishing was very, very good. Um, good run at the Worlds last year, um, but I just think the Welsh boys have got that a little bit too much for him when it comes down to Clay, it. Clayton, the ferret really disappointed me a bit again on the uh, going back to the winter series. It disappointed me, but I'll tell you what it is, PB. It's because he hasn't got his, he hasn't got our logo on the shirt for uh, for, for floor no. events. If we're going to get the logo back, he'll be um, absolutely smashing out of the park. Look, I, th- I, look, I don't think anyone, I don't, we don't know to disagree. Going price, I think we'll win three out of three and top the group. It's what he does in Grand Slams. Runner up yeah. will be determined for me on the Johnny Clayton-Ryan Joyce match. Yeah, fair enough. And and I think Clayton wins it last leg decider. But I can make a case for Ryan Joyce getting out of the group. Well, do you know what? Yeah. Obviously, it's Johnny Clayton against it's Johnny Clayton against Ryan Joyce first up on Monday night or Monday afternoon in that first round of games. So and it's, it's that a turn, now as well. Turn. Well, the schedule's not out, but the opening round of fixtures are out. And it's obviously it's one v four, two v three, so that game in particular right, is going to be interesting. So that game is going to be interesting because that one will probably decide who joins Gezi in the last sixteen. Right, Group H. This is tough, man. Hmm. The way Ricky was playing in the in the way that Ricky was playing in the autumn series, I'm I'm quite interested to see that one. Do you know what? I'm going to go with. Though I am going to be, you know, my boy, Dimmy will win the group. Asp will go runner up. Why not? Why not? Because you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I've got. <laughs> yeah. Fair. That's why not. It's simple. Okay. Um, I've got Aspinall okay. to win the group. Um, yeah. I think Ricky looked good this week, like you said, but he's had a couple of teeth out, struggled yeah. a little bit. Um, see how he moves on from that over the next couple of days, if he can 
eat properly and keep himself fit. It's a long couple of days. Um, and I've got absolutely no confidence in Dimitri Vandenberg after his performances for the last two and a bit weeks. So I've gone Wayne Warren. Wow. And that's a brave shout, with, that is. I agree with Gob. After chatting to Wayne Warren during lockdown, he's always said, and go back and listen to the interview for Red Dragon, he's never been a big practicer. Never. So the lack of practice, I don't think, will hurt him. And uh, like you say, Dimitri's performances at the World Cup haven't given me confidence his game is where it's at at the moment. And with Ricky, there's a concern about the teeth out, no sleep. And you just never know. He could turn up and be brilliant because it's just the mechanics of his throw. If it's on, it'll be on. But if it ain't, it, it's not. And there's too many variables there for me. So, from Group H, I'm going Aspinall and Warren. Okay. All right, we shall see. Obviously, we shall see. And just, just, just to look at everyone, just so you can see, we were all colour-coded, our predictions as well. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, well, I haven't got a different colour pen, but I have written champion and runner-up in each group, so... All, yeah, all, same. I've got Always. Um, so, so, right, let, let's go through yes. some of the, the comments before we move on to see who... God, Christ, you guys have been amazing tonight. There is absolutely hundreds of comments. You guys are amazing. We love it. We love you guys. We really do. Thank you very much for staying up so late um, to joining the conversation with us. Clemens and Cullen... Uh, MVG Clemens, Cullen Clemens, MVG Clemens. Again, a lot of people can't decide on that. That's a three-way shootout by a lot of people's standards. Whitlock and Anderson, uh, Gabe and MVG. Cullen's getting a lot, lot of love the form he's in at the moment. Um, and rightly so. A lot of people still think, yeah, a lot of people still think Gary Anderson will come out of Group B. It all depends uh, on the injury, guys. It really does. That's the only problem. That's our, that's our biggest yeah. thing on that one at the moment. Yeah. Uh, Joe Williams, uh, MG carries on the way he's playing. He won't come through that group. If you look at the way he's played I'm, recently, it's not been as bad as what everyone's been making at. Before the yeah, back injury in the World Cup. it's not standard, though, is it? It's not MBG standard, two, though, is it? The two short format games in the World Cup were both around the 102 average, I want to say, in the two singles game before the back. He averaged 102 against Lewis and lost. Yeah, I suppose. So, are we judging him maybe a little bit too harshly? Well, no, we're not judging him a bit no. too harshly. We're judging him by Michael Van Gerwen's standards. Like I, I remember coming on here saying that we should we should be doing that, but we shouldn't be doing that a couple of weeks ago. But at the end of the day, Michael Van Gerwen is still Michael Van Gerwen. Now, obviously, people I mentioned it in the comments. Look, Michael's come out and said what he said about the incident that happened today with John Worsley. John Worsley had his side of the story. MBG said the side of the story. That is, I no doubt, going to be referred to the DRA 
at some stage, I think. So until such time as Look, that's gone sides, through there, we know the story. Yeah. None of us were there. So until we, we don't know. The thing, the, the thing is as well, let though, the DRA Ruby, yeah, let, let the DRA decide what goes on. If it has, if it doesn't go to the DRA, then we'll comment on it. But if it does go to the DRA, then we, we won't comment on it until it comes that. So we're not dodging it. We're just waiting for the DRA get their get their thoughts no, on it. No, there, um, there's two sides of the story. Yeah. We weren't there. We can read them both. And it's like, it means nothing to us because we weren't there. Absolutely right. So um, so there we go. Uh, Justin Pike just came in the comments, by the way, saying, chuck a few quid on me to go through. Thank me after. Gob, there you go. He's he's helping you out now. This time he's trying to reimburse you for the money that he that he put on him on Tuesday. Can I have my fifty p back? <laughs> when the fun stops. Stop. <laughs> Do you know what? I've actually because because of the way that the, because of the way that the slam works. By the way, because obviously it's the group stages and all that sort of stuff. I've actually just had to go through the entire last sixteen, so I know which way I'm going. So I know, because no doubt we'll come and pick our final four and all that sort of stuff in a bit, but I've actually gone through the entire draw and just gone through who I think is going to win each game. So just make sure we know where we are. Um, but uh, but yeah, no, MVG standards-wise, you know, hopefully he we, we see that sort of resurgence in him because darts is a better place where Michael Van Gerwen's playing his best. It's just a fact. We like seeing good darts and he, he's the best player at doing that. Right, I'm have to make my screen bigger because I need to do what you do. Because again, I'm not a fan of the right, the winner and runner up. I hate this draw. Go and top I hate top. this draw. But, right, 100%. if you play someone in the group, you shouldn't be able to play them to the final. Correct. Completely agree with it. Completely agree with I, it. I, I don't like. I don't like this. So Me I'm neither. just reading Can't this right. That a, B, a, B, C, and D are all in one half. They're all in the same half. And then the other yep. and the other one, correct? Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah, but you get A versus winner of A, runner up of B, inverse. B, yeah, yeah. they play each other again. Then they play C and D. Yeah, D. Yeah, yeah. Stupid, stupid. City. Yeah, draw. I'm not 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 a fan of this at all. Right. Well, I just like to say, I've I've got the final four. I've just gone through it while you were going through the comments. I haven't. Christ. <laughs> I have. Right. Well, you can go first while we look. So, final four, okay. gentlemen. Okay. Right. So, final four then. Obviously, with the way the things fall, Joe Cullen, I'm saying, gets out of group A, and I think he makes that He's obviously in the quarter there with Whitlock, with Whitlock, Searle and Clemens. And I think he will come through that. Whitlock against Cullen in the quarterfinal for me. Cullen comes through. Maiden made TV semifinal, if says correctly. For, I think. Unless, um, match play. Gary Anderson. Yeah, yeah uh, quarterfinal. That was, was quarterfinal. Quarter final. Oh, yeah. yeah. Jeffrey, so, Jeffrey was semifinal. I remember it serves me right. Yeah, it was, yeah. So, yeah, where he will play the bully boy Michael Smith, who comes through against Jose de Sousa in a rematch of that uh, of, of the Group C matchup in the quarterfinal. So I'm going to go bully boy to come through. And I'm going to try and I'm, I'm going to really, really try and pull the drama. But there ain't going to be any. Peter Wright beats David Hetter and Gerwin Price beats Johnny Clayton. And we have... 
Peter Wright versus Gerwin Price in that semi-final. Oh my jays. So you're going so Cullen. Joe Cullen against and... Michael Smith and Peter Wright against yeah, Joe Cullen against Michael Smith, Peter Wright against Gerwin Price. God. It's very, very similar. I'm not going to lie. I've, I've got Cullen coming out of Q1. Uh, the only difference I've got is I've got Jose coming out of Q2. I just think that if he's... I've backed him to be there to get out of that group. And if he does, he'll find his way into the tournament and he'll just keep going from strength to strength. And I've got him just edging Michael Smith. Uh, and then I've got Snake Bite and Price. I just think they're, they're far too good. By the way, Jacob uh, Brookie, the comments. Thank you very much, mate. Completely forgot about that. Yeah, you are right. European Championship semi-final two years ago. Thank you very much. Completely forgot about that one. <laughs> as as well, Justin Pike. Why Johnny over Ryan? For me, I just think that the crest of a wave Johnny's on from winning the World Cup, the absolute high, being introduced as a World Cup champion. I just think we'll give him another level in this tournament. That's my reasoning. But it's first. And he also made wins that game. So. Can I just say quick, well quickly, Johnny Clayton just made a European Championship semi-final. He ain't no mug. He doesn't need Gezi, no, doesn't that, need that, that, toward his hand. Let's put it that way. No, that, that, that's the reason I'm going for Johnny, mate. Um, mm. Kieran's off, mate. Mate, buddy, thank you very much for staying up to this godly hour to join us, mate. It's an absolute pleasure Thanks, talking Carl. you through this impromptu Saturday night. Mm. So yeah, God, what are you going for right and price as well in the bottom half? Yes, mate. Yeah. Right. I agree with you in the bottom. Do I? No, because I picked different. Why on earth would you? So I can't. Why on it? What, would you have? You are. Oh, yeah, Christ, you, you have right versus Christ. Of course you can. Of course you can. Oh, sorry, this, I don't like this draw at all. We just kind of ran the wrong way. They're still going to play each other again, aren't they? So. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Because I went... Because I went for... You would still get you'd still get right versus price and you still get right versus price in the semis. Yeah. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm still going right versus price in the, the bottom half. Mm. He wants to say Michael Van Gogh in so badly. I just think if he comes out of the group, I think he will come through over the longer format. I'm not going to lie. So I'm going to go second MBG yeah. against okay, all right. I'm going Michael and Michael. I'm going for the Michael, Michael semi final. You're correct. I'm going MBG <laughs> and Michael Smith in the semi finals. Interesting. And plus, by the way, if you want to back, if you want to back MBG, you can get him at a ridiculous, ridiculous price at the moment. Um, I'm not sure what he is with title sponsors for sports, but if you hold on, I will tell you. Yes, he, I think he's about five or sixes, if memory if is correct. He, he could go off third favourite, which would be ridiculous, really, when you think about it, with the way that he's been just been hogging, basically, the, the heading of the betting for the last seven years. 
Yeah. Um, oh. Officially, Gerwin Price is now the favourite to win the Grand Slam of Darts. Wow, that's a big one. That is a so, big one. Um, Boyles, our friends at Boyles still have Michael Van Gerwen, the favourite, at 7-2. to two. Um, Garen Price, 4-1. to one. Peter Wright, 9-2. to two. Then there's a huge gap between them and the rest. So that's just show how big the, Not surprised, the gap though. is at the top. Massively. Totally agree with you there. So who are you going for, by the way? Oh, yeah, of course, other bookmakers are available. Um, other bookmakers do have Gerwin Price as the favourite. One of them, I, I, short, I think it does... as three to one for Gerwin Price short. to win a hat-trick that's, that's, of Grand Slam That's of silly darts. money for me. That's silly money for me. Very silly money for me. That's moment in time. That's interesting. So, yeah, but going back to my point, I'm going Michael, Michael in the semi-final. Look, if it, it, Michael Van Gogh might not come through the group, but if he does over the longer format, I fancy him. But we've said that, though, since what? We've said that since uh, lockdown happened, since after lockdown. We said that if he came through the match play... He'd do it. Yeah, okay, 11 legs isn't necessarily a longer format, but still, 11 legs is still quite a decent leg. He didn't do it. He came through a, a best of five, was it a best of five setter against, uh, who was it, against Whitlock again at the match play? Oh, sorry, at the Grand Prix? He won quite comfortably, to be fair, did Whitlock. If MVG plays Whitlock in the last, in the last 16 of that tournament, Whitlock, I think, will do the three-peat on him. Because he ain't got a so fear of him just anymore. Just as well. Going Price, it'd be a huge achievement because it's only Taylor and Michael that have won three Grand Slams in a row. Well, we're we going to get to our final predictions and winner predictions now. We are. So, from there, we have our semi final lineup. For you, Mr. Jarleth. <laughs> Never called that before. Um, okay. So you talked about there about Taylor Van Gerwen having the three peat. They will still be the only two to have the three peat because I reckon that Peter Wright does Gerwin Price over the longer format, over this format. He gets revenge on him for the win in the final last year. And Peter Wright plays. The bully boy Michael Smith. I will keep saying it until he wins it. He will get he will get to a final this year on television. It will be a really good game between Kim and Cullen. Really excited about that. So my final is Smith against Wright, Michael Smith against Peter Wright, and the champion of the 2020 Boyle Sports Grand Slam of Darts, taking his earnings, by the way, over one million potentially. Will be Peter Snake Bite. Right. I think it's his time. I think he will win. I, so I, I'm just looking at the order of merit now. If he were to win it, he would go. Uh, he's on £999,000 at this moment in time. If he were to win it, he will go over a million. 
and I think he will do it. Pete Stanley, like, right, winter 2020 Grand Slam of Darts, Phil Bars. Mr. Gob, over to you. Um, it's a bit boring, isn't it? But it's it's same story here. Um, Peter Wright is the champion after beating a plucky, but once again miscounting Jose de Souza in the final. <laughs> You're going with Jose to make a debut TV final. I love it. Well, I had him versus Cullen in the semis, and I just think Jose's yeah quality. It's no disrespect to Joe. Yeah, he looked very good. Number one seed at European Championship, and I'm backing him to go deep here. But I just think over that extremely long format, Jose will keep it steady. And if Cullen loses the range, even slightly with his action, it's difficult to get it back. Right. First semi-final. Michael wins. Do you accept that as an answer? No. <laughs> Ah, that's a problem then. Um, I'm going Michael Van Gerwen to beat Michael Smith in the bottom one. I disagree with you. I'm going the Iceman Gerwin Price to freeze the snake. And then in the final, I am going... For back to back to back Grand Slam of Darts champion, <laughs> I'm going the Iceman Gerwin Price to beat Michael Van Gerwen in the final and lift the Eric Bristow the trophy I've... for a third consecutive the only... year. The only person to ever have lifted the Eric Bristow trophy at, as things stand as well, thinking about it. For me, the price is right and I'm going for that man to win it three no. times. It, it, if Gezi did spin. win the slam, I, if Gezi did win the slam, I don't think anybody would be surprised at all. But I think to win a title once is hard. To win a second time on the bounce is ridiculously hard. To win a third time is damn near impossible. Only Taylor and Van Gerwen have ever won it three... Have ever won it, is it saying in the PDC, only Taylor and Van Gerwen have ever won a title three straight on the bounce, any title? Yes, and answer, again, answer the postcard. Answer the postcard in the comments if I'm missing. No, it is. No, I can't you, think you, of anybody else. Do the maths. Of course, it is. I, no, no one else has done it. Barney hasn't won that many. Um, John Parr Gary, hasn't. Yeah, has a Gary's hasn't pretty close to top. <laughs> Gertie, uh, sorry, uh, uh, Gary hasn't come through. Gary There's only one. Gary, Gary Anderson won three. He, he done back to back worlds, but AD, AD, no. Back to back to back no. worlds, that was it. So, yeah, no, it, it, it is only yeah. Michael and Phil that have won tournaments three times on the spin. And to be in that company, if if Gezi does this and, and, and does this in this company, to be in that rarefied air just shows you how far he's come as a dark player. I just don't think it's going to happen. He will make the semi final and I think it will be a classic, but I just think the stake is firing at the right time. He really is, and I'm really looking forward to it. It's going to be one hell of a tournament. By the way, quick one though, Phil. Uh, Callum has put in the comments, and the good question to be fair, I respect all of your decisions, but why are you not giving the ladies a chance? I think if they play well, they could win the group. Look, don't just don't um, get us wrong in this sense. 
we absolutely think that Lisa Ashton, Makira Suzuki have got half a chance of doing bits because of the short format. Of course, we understand that. The only problem that I've got with this is this. Lisa didn't look great in the in, in the winter series. She she didn't look like she was really doing well. So form-wise, I'm not too sure. And Makuru, as much as I think she's an absolute talent, we haven't seen her play darts since the World Championships and, you know, the BDA World Championships, uh, still tip, certainly on TV. So I've not had a chance to see what she what she looks like. And do you know what? She's only got to, she's only got to England tonight via Amsterdam. You know, it's going to be one hell of a t- turnaround to get back on that stage on, to get to, on that stage on Monday. Jesus. 100%. Well, this time last year when she was in, she was in the UK for a week before. Jet lag's going to have a huge yeah. factor on Makuru Suzuki. Um, and like Jar said, the fact we haven't seen her since the O2 is a, is a concern. She's only been playing competitive soft tip. So I had a look through her Twitter feed earlier and I couldn't find any still tip results or anything like that. If, if anyone knows different to me, please let us know in the comments. So I was just going through her, her Twitter, what she'd been doing and stuff like that. And I struggled to see any real still tip. And again, like we say, Lisa, if she turns it on, she's magical. But the five days of the winter series didn't pull up trees. We're getting to that time, ladies and gentlemen. Any comments, please drop them in to the the comments below. Any questions you've got, and we will answer them in the next five minutes or so before we wrap this up because we've waffled for plenty on this Saturday evening for you guys. Um, we've played in the virtual World Cup, yeah, but again, virtual. I don't mean this horribly, but playing in your living room isn't the best prep for a major tournament in my opinion yes it will help i'm a 10 time living room world champion <laughs> i have career earnings uh, nine. in the pdc uh, uh nine one of them's been referred to the dra because someone yeah, accused you of cheating didn't push anyone <laughs> um outside pick out yeah of course so yeah that is our grand slam of darts predictions off the back of watching the draw with all you amazing people that have stayed up with us. But of course it's question time. So any questions you've got five minutes or so to get them in the YouTube comments and we will do our very best to try and answer them. I appreciate it. It is five past 11 at night, which is why we'll give you five minutes. So a quick through Callum. Great question. Thank you very much guys. Uh, Justin Pike. We all fancy taking MV scout now. Agreed. I think you should. However, this form will not last forever, in my opinion. So enjoy it while it lasts. Um, without wishing to like be, that, without wishing um, to be uh, self, in, without wishing to be self indulgent. By the way, I saw a great comment from Lewis Duncan earlier. Great show, this lads. You, you three, are absolutely amazing. You've had a hectic five days, and you're still doing this at the time of night for us. Fair play. I don't want to be self indulgent, but yeah, uh, you know what? It's been a mental five days, Lewis Powell, and it's only going to continue for eight more straight days. Phil's going to be doing interviews with every single winner in uh, Coventry from his living room, the poor sod. Um, and we'll be here every day as well, doing a podcast for you as well as always on the show. We can't wait for it. Uh, make sure you should find us, uh, Dice the Online Darts Lounge and uh, on any one of your face, uh, any one of your podcast providers. And uh, find us there every day throughout the entire time. Yeah, uh, so we'll start with the questions. Philip, as always, mate, thanks very much for joining us. What do you think will happen with the remaining international world spots? Well, your guess is as good as mine. They will try and fill as many as possible with the qualifying criteria. 
And then rule number one will apply. I repeat, rule number <laughs> one will come into play. Um, don't be yeah, surprised they'll, they'll if a certain queen in the palace. Possible. Don't, they'll, don't, they'll, be don't be surprised if a certain queen in the palace. Many as possible. Don't forget um, the highest rank. Look... <laughs> <laughs> highest rank. The highest rank. Uh, Christopher um, Tyski will be in there as well. Yeah, look, they'll, they'll, they'll try their best, and they've done great in extraordinary circumstances. So, look, let's let's just hope as many as the international qualifiers can get here, because the likes of Lawrence Alagan, Noel Malik, them have Please. absolutely illuminated Alexandra Palace over the last Please. few years. So, long hope that continues. Uh, where are we? Uh, that was that one. Jacob, personally, I think given what we've seen recently, Wright will become world number one after the world's thoughts. Look, yeah, it's a straight, yeah, it's, it, it, yeah. it's a three-way, it, it's a three-way shootout, and pistols at dawn, and let's see who's left standing after the worlds. Can he? Right, of course he can. Can Michael? Of course he can. Can Gezi? Yes, absolutely. He? Yeah. So, look. Whichever one it will be, it will be come January 1st, 2nd or 3rd, depending on when the final is. Yeah. January the 3rd. Um, yeah. Outside picks for the slam. I like this one because we've... Yeah. I guess Heta is probably the, probably, the, probably the outside pick because of the way that he's been playing. He looks in good form. Um, yeah. I'm going to go for a bit of a left. I'm going to go Luke Humphreys just because he comes alive on stage. Played well at the Worlds, won in the Premier League against Gary. I just think he comes alive on that big stage. So I think Luke could be a a half decent outside shout. I don't know what you guys think. He had a disappointment. Yeah, no, he did. Agreed. Then he ran into Gurney, but. He just yeah, wanted no, to do agreed. a little bit more. He did a lot of talking earlier in the year, did Luke, about the tournaments he thought that being World Youth Champions should get him into. And this is the time of the year to back it up. Yep, yeah, no, agreed. Um, Lendl, player with the most unlucky draw. There's about 20 this of them. Um, admittedly, I've seen this. Now, Lendl's... Obviously, I love his. We all love his FDI work, but what he's been working on is a luck of the draw statistic as well. So, based on your current ranking, your ability, your current form, the players you get drawn in and amongst. So, I know he's actually got a statistic for this, but I can't remember who's top. I think he might have Ian White as the most unlucky player in the draw, um, because of the group he's been put in, his world ranking, and and the form that the players that aren't above him in the world ranking are currently showing, I think is, is how it works. Um, but yeah, this is this is an interesting stat for me. I like this. Uh, uh, yeah. Do you for know me, what? I'll, Adam Hunt. Do you know what? I'll, I'll say... Yeah. Um, I'll go one. Well, I'll say Lisa Rashton. I'll say Lisa Rashton. Yeah. To be in the group with, yeah, Lisa with Rashton, Smith Adam and Tyson and Yeah. Gob, any advances on that? Who, who you... uh, Ratowski. Ratowski always gets a bad draw. <laughs> <laughs> he's got one again. He's got an absolute howler. Uh, yeah. You can hear Mrs. Weasley uh, yelling at him now. He's got that much of a howler. 
<laughs> oh. uh, Harry Potter reference. You haven't had that one this week. Good work. Ronald Weasley. <laughs> it's still the best. Still the best. Um, Demon Hetter uh, is the new revelation. They... Demon Hetter. Yeah. Um, thoughts on MVG calling a fellow player. All right. Um, look, we spoke about it earlier. Look, if you don't like someone, you don't like someone. Call them what you want. But you know, we've talked for... about it before. We can't really, we can't yeah. really comment on it anymore. Yeah, look, we've we've said, look, it is what it is. So, uh, Justin Pipe, uh, lads, it's past my bedtime. Cheers, buddy. Thank you very much, Stephen. Great show. Thank Cheers, you, guys. Mate. Good luck for. Um, Good luck. Yeah. Lisa Rushton beat Smith the other month, so there's no reason why she can't do it again. No, completely agree. Uh, but you know, Smith was on a bit of a downer. Must be said when that happened. Ashton, without wishing to be disrespectful, that was her real, one real good day as well, where she went on a on a on a, on a really well run day of the autumn series. So Ashton didn't look great with the series. Bully boys on the up. It's not necessarily in terms of we don't get, think we actually has got a chance. Of course we do, but at the moment Smith is playing at a level above, and that's what we think. And like I say. Lisa is a top, top quality player. We are not suggesting that she's just going to be cannon fodder. But from what she, where she was to where she is now, it's just one of those where Smith has raised his game a little bit. So I think, uh, you know what? Ashton could easily find a way to qualify out of that group. But Ratajski and D'Souza are going to be tough. 100%. Um, so there we are just saying goodbye to a few people Juanita thank you very much Jacob cheers mate Lendl superb day thank you very much right guys we have waffled for nearly Maybe two like... hours of... go on Joe. yeah just quickly uh, Lendl's, actually, Lendl's just putting a good idea actually saying we've got an idea for the world's draw to this watch along if we can get it absolutely if we can get it on the Monday after the after the Talquire qualifier so uh, yeah but guys thank you so much I know I appreciate we've got people all over the world watching this people are actually watching this uh, after midnight in Europe as well so we really do appreciate you staying sticking with us guys thank you very very much indeed we can't wait to be with you for the eight days yeah guys it's an absolute pleasure thank like Jared said thank you very much for sticking with us again just looking at the numbers that have been on tonight you guys absolutely rock thank you very much from us all we understand it's late at night or early in the morning where you are but we have been online darts the live lounge and we will see you monday morning for the build-up for of course the ball sports grand slam of darts you don't need to go anywhere else gentlemen i've been phil bars jack obigar with jonathan thank you very much for your time everyone and we shall see you all again very soon good night and god bless cheers everyone Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.